0: Welcome back to the show everyone, it's Dina Kalmeta here and for today's show I do have a few important headlines I'd like to share with you and I'd like to start with this report from Sky News. It is being reported that apparently Serbia has placed security forces on Kosovo border at a state of full combat. Readiness. The report goes on to read that the order was given by Serbia's interior minister, who said he was acting on instructions from the president so that all measures be taken to protect the Serbian people in Kosovo. Kosovo, as of yet, has not responded to the move. It comes after weeks of escalating tension between the two sides, with ethnic Serbs claiming that they are being harassed by ethnic Albanian majority in Kosovo. The war in Kosovo ended in 1999 with NATO intervention. Kosovo declared independence in 2008, but Serbia refuses to recognize this and was repeatedly warned that it will protect local Serbs with all means if they are attacked. Since December 10th, local Serbs have erected nine roadblocks in the northern region of Kosovo where around 50,000 of them are alive. On Sunday, there was a shooting near a NATO peacekeeping patrol in one of the northern towns, and even though there were no injuries, NATO has said that it is investigating and has called for calm. The European Union has been trying to meditate between the two sides and Serbia, which has been armed with the help of Russian support. In the meantime, speaking of Russia, reported comments by U.S. officials about the possibility of a decapitation strike against Russia strongly suggest that Washington does not rule rule out the assassination of President Putin. According to the Russian foreign minister, Sergei Lavrov. the minister noted that some unnamed officials from the Pentagon actually threatened to conduct a decapitation strike on the Kremlin. He went on to state that what we are talking about is the threat of physical elimination of the head of the Russian state. He also went on to state that if such ideas are actually being nourished by someone, this someone should think very carefully about the possible consequences of such plans. Apparently, Larov was referring to a September article by Newsweek, which alleged that the US defense officials are considering a number of options to respond against a potential Russian nuclear strike, including a decapitation strike to kill Putin in the heart of the Kremlin. Fears of a possible nuclear conflict, have been sparked in the West after Putin said in September that Moscow would use all means necessary to defend Russia and its people if its territorial integrity was threatened. However, Moscow has repeatedly stated that it has no plans to deploy atomic weapons, maintaining that a nuclear war should never be fought. Now, with that being said, the former president of Russia and current deputy chair of the Security Council wrote a lengthy article in which he summarized his thoughts on how the year 2022 has changed the World order forever. He stated in the article The only thing that stops our enemies today is the understanding that Russia will be guided by the doctrine on nuclear deterrence. And if there is a real threat, we will act he also noted that in such a grim scenario there will be nobody left to argue about whether that was a retaliatory strike or a preventive one he went on to state that therefore the western world is balancing between the burning desire to maximally humiliate dismember and destroy russia and on the other hand, the desire to avoid a nuclear apocalypse. Until Russia receives the security guarantees it has demanded, the world will continue to teeter on the brink of World War III and nuclear catastrophe, noting that Moscow is doing and willing to continue to do everything they can to prevent it. Now with that said, Ukraine is to roll out the fast-track plan to deploy the devastating U.S. missile defense system on Russia. The U.S. patriot system will be deployed in the war within six months it takes roughly a year to train troops to use the system which can lock onto targets 50 miles away and some of the compatible missiles can hit missiles up to a hundred miles away the ukrainian foreign minister says that washington has developed a special plan for the patriot missile system to be deployed far quicker and ukrainian troops could even be trained in the us rather than in european countries such as germany but in the meantime The foreign minister says that Kyiv is hoping to have a peace summit by February. But he also said that Russia must first be prosecuted for war crimes, adding that the United Nations should be the best venue for peace talks. Now, Russia has stated in regards to the Patriot missile that if this does indeed move forward, that they would destroy it. So without a doubt, some very, very tense situations with Serbia, Ukraine, Russia, NATO, and the United States. But what is happening with Taiwan and China? Well, it's being reported that Taiwan will extend mandatory military service to one year from four months starting in 2024 due to the rising threat from China. The move, which has been well flagged ahead of time, comes as China ramps up military, diplomatic, and economic pressure on Taiwan to assert its sovereignty claims, including almost daily Chinese Air Force missions near the island over the past three years. In fact, just the other day, China sent 71 warplanes and seven ships towards Taiwan in 24 hours. And Taiwan's president has stated that as long as Taiwan is strong enough, it will be the home of democracy and freedom all over the world, and it will not become a battlefield. But the current military system in Taiwan, including training reservists, is inefficient and insufficient to cope with China's rising military threat, especially if it launched a rapid attack on the island. The president went on to state that Taiwan wants to tell the world that between democracy and dictatorship, we firmly believe in democracy. Between war and peace, we insist on peace. Let us show the courage and determination to protect our homeland and defend Democracy. Now, the United States says that they're concerned by China's military activity near Taiwan, which it called provocative and destabilizing, according to the White House. The White House National Security Council said in a statement that we will continue to assist Taiwan in maintaining a sufficient self-defense capability in line with our long standing commitments and consistent with our one China policy. Now, a command spokesman for China stated that the military organized joint combat readiness patrols and joint firepower strike drills Drills in airspace and waters around Taiwan. He also stated that the drills was a resolute response to the escalating collusion and provocation by the U.S. in Taiwan, adding that the PLA would take all necessary measures to defend China's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Now, Chinese officials did not reveal the nature of the alleged U.S. provocation, but the drills happened to take place two days after Joe Biden signed the 2023 U.S. National Defense Authorization Act into law. America's military budget for fiscal year 2023 authorizes $10 billion in security assistance in fast-tracked weapons procurement for Taiwan. The Chinese Defense Ministry on Saturday blasted the bill as yet another move that seriously jeopardizes the peace and stability in the Taiwan Strait. So tensions are definitely boiling over between the U.S., Taiwan, and China. But they're not the only one. It is also being reported that South Korea has scrambled jets, fired shots after North Korean drones flies near South Korea. The report goes on to read that South Korea deployed jets and attack helicopters on Monday after five North Korean drones crossed into its airspace, including one that made it to the northern edge of the capital. The military fired 10 rounds from helicopters but did not shoot the drones down. One of the attack planes involved later crashed, but its two pilots were unharmed. A South Korean official said that the military had lost track of the unmanned vehicles but that they are not in flight. South Korea suspended takeoffs and landings at two of its airports for about an hour during the incursion. Finally, it reports that tensions are increasing on the Korean peninsula as the North launched a record number of missiles this year in which communist officials said were practice to attack South Korea and the U.S. Now if that were not enough, Here's another report. India intends to field more than 100 ballistic missiles along its border with China and Pakistan. The report follows the New Delhi's claims of clashes between Indian and Chinese troops in a contested area earlier this month. A senior defense source stated that a high-level meeting of the defense ministry cleared the acquisition of around 120 missiles for the armed forces, and their deployment along the borders. These missiles are said to have the capability of hitting targets at a range between 150 and 500 kilometers and being hard for air defenses to intercept. Due to the directional changes, during the flight the agency described the reported development as a major decision for the country which now has the policy of allowing the use of ballistic missiles in tactical roles now with that being said if we go over into the middle east iran state broadcaster has aired a video describing what it claims would be the response to an Israeli strike on Iran's nuclear sites, warning that Israeli targets would be destroyed within minutes and that a follow-up wave of rocket attacks would raise Tel Aviv. The report goes on finally to read that Israel has vowed to prevent Iran from obtaining nuclear weapons and has repeatedly said that it has the right to act in striking Iranian facilities to prevent what it sees as a threat. So in conclusion, this is a very serious situation between Iran and Israel and India and China, Ukraine, Russia, Serbia. It definitely seems like we are on the cusp of World War III. So definitely wars and rumors of wars. And as always, I will continue to keep you updated. But of course, I'd love to hear from all of you. So please do leave your comments below this video. And thank you, everybody, for watching. God bless and stay safe.